Flesh time long time. 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 Hey there, sports fans. First time. Long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald. He's Richie Barone. Richie, how are you? Uh, let me first uh, stop by saying peace be with you, Tommy. Ah, peace be with you as well. A very relevant thing to say here on Wednesday, March 8th. A certain gentleman played for the New York Mets today. That's right. We're talking Tim Tebow. Hit it. That's right. The man, the myth, the legend, Timmy Tebow, uh, former Denver Broncos quarterback, former Florida Gators quarterback, current New York Mets something. I don't know what he is. I don't know what level he plays at. I don't know what he does. But today he was in a spring training game against the Boston Red Sox and uh, hell is officially frozen over. Yeah, I tell you what, kid, uh, Demarius Thomas, not walking through that door, not walking through, uh, catching a long touchdown pass. Uh, Mr. Tebow, when it's only himself, this isn't football when you have a full offensive line. You have Urban Meyer with a bunch of uh, criminals playing on, <laughs> on the offense. Not ideal. So today for Mr. Tebow, 0 for 3, got picked off first base. Not ideal. The whole thing is kind of a farce, but... You know, this is what we do. We have to we have to acknowledge it and, and give it its, its fair due. This is like the Mets taking that Goth Brooks thing too far. Like back in the day when they they invited Goth Brooks to come, he took a, f- a few balls at shortstop. They hit a, hit him a couple fungos. He sang "Friends in Low Places" and then he went on his way. He left us alone. But Tim Tebow is here to stay, and you know, I mean, he's doing he's doing regular Tebow stuff. So he went over three today at the plate, which is pretty much exactly. Uh, what he would do in football, except like so, zero for three, two strikeouts and a double play. So that's like what two three and outs and an interception. That's a pretty that's a pretty T ball line for the day. Let me tell you something. So right now he's on track to become uh, a super mediocre baseball player that is uh, probably cut eventually, just like it went down in football. I mean uh, that sounds very blunt, and I'm sorry, Tim, but uh, that that might it's, it might happen that way. Let me tell you, kid, if you had to get a prediction about when he was going to get his first hit in spring training, when would it be? Uh, you know what? Thinking about this from religion class when I was younger, I did a little digging, and it's going to be his third game. You know why? Why? Because on the third day, he rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures. All right? <laughs> little uh, little Catholic inside baseball there um, <laughs> for, the, for those who go to church. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy and myself are uh, we we are card carrying members of the Catholic Church, so no big deal there. But uh, I think Tim Tebow's third game that's going to be the one where he socks one, and by socks one I mean he's going to hit a James Loney esque blooper right past the cut out of the infield, and we're all going to there's going to be a standing ovation that lasts longer than a fish concert. 
I love a kid. My favorite thing, the Darren Rovell newspaper headline. What do you got? I mean, I think tomorrow uh, we're doing this full disclosure. We're doing this on a Wednesday after we've had time to process the the magic that was Tim Tebow playing baseball. I think if you any self-respecting newspaper editor, if you're listening up, everyone at Newsday, I think the the line to go with on tomorrow's paper, if I don't see it there, I'm going to be very disappointed. Ready? Tebow for three. I like it. It's quick. Right. It's to the point. You can ascertain by what they're saying with the headline. What I, is that word? <laughs> hey, buddy. I went to journalism school. Not, yeah, it sounds not, like you. Not, not really. No, no kind, one would even kind. know that you got a GED. They think you were like a full card-carrying uh, college kid. Yeah, I tell you what, though. When I look at Tebow today playing in his baseball game, he looks like Tim Robbins in the movie Bull Dorm. You know, he's probably skilled in other things like acting, but baseball is not one of them, despite what the viewer is being told. Tim Tebow kind of looks like a creative player in MLB The Show who hasn't received his skill upgrades yet. You're like, yeah, I'll make the guy 6'2", a lefty with good pop, but he's got 40 in every kind of attribute. That's what Tim Tebow looks like. And finally, Tim Tebow looks like, and this could be very accurate and very uh, you know, psychic on my part, the most handsome player in Long Island Ducks history. No offense to Edgardo Alfonso and John Rocker. Sorry, but I, I, th- I think you're absolutely right there. I think, I think he also looks like uh, the captain of your high school football team, trying to impress a girl at the batting cage. He puts it on 90, cranks it up there, and just, you know, they're all zipping by. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's because I, uh, I did tries today. Can't, move my, can't get my arms through the zone as, as quick. Or he looks like, a, he looks like a, 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 the boyfriend of one of the girls from that show Step by Step on TGIF. <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he, he would just show up one day, and uh, they'd, go, they'd go to the zoo or something. I don't know what happened from there, but they'd go they'd go to the zoo. Yeah, you know what it is? It's a bunch of crazy kids with, you know, two new parents living in the same house, step by step. Yeah, step by Next, step. Fe- on featuring ABC. Tim Tebow. <laughs> featuring Tim Tebow. That's right. I mean, if if only he was he was probably about I don't know uh, five years old at that time. But uh, God bless uh, <laughs> Tim Tebow. Also, um. I think that's all I got. I mean, step by step, just just took me at a took me right out of it. But I will say one more thing about him, Keith. Did did you see the game today at all? I missed it. No, I was, all right. uh, I was out in the in the yard. So Keith has uh, <laughs> Keith has disdain for most people that uh, you know play baseball because it's not him, and I love him for that. Keith is is my man. He's my favorite player, past, current, and pre- uh, future. Uh, but he did not seem impressed with Tim Tebow. I mean, he sounded, judging by his tone, he sounded like he was judging a bikini contest at a nursing home. This guy was not psyched to be talking about Timmy T at the plate. Uh, Ron Dolling was trying to salvage it. He was like, "Hey, did you see Tim there? You, you know, what was that a uh, was that a strike?" And Keith was like, "Yeah, yeah it was it was a strike." And all right, I'm back after this. So. Uh, I don't know. You don't if you don't have a fan in uh, in Keith Hernandez, you're really screwed. Yeah, I tell you what, we got to get Keith a little reinforcements. We got to get him a nice '92 Cabernet from the Sonoma Valley, maybe a full shrimp cocktail, and then maybe have him back out there for Tebow. Because I mean, if you got 
you got our man Keith there, maybe with a slight wine hangover, you're out there in the sun, and you have to try and make this interesting. Our boy Keith, he doesn't pull punches. He's not going to fake it. No, you know, he isn't. He's he's not that type type of guy. So Tim, uh, you're barking up the wrong tree with Keith. I think he's probably going to take those games off if you ever make it to the major leagues, which I highly doubt. But you know, I appreciate your effort, and uh, uh, another piece be with you. The good thing about Tebow, though, I will say, is that this Friday, which is the day after tomorrow, he's going to be playing again. According to Terry Collins, is going to put him in the lineup. Maybe he'll even play the field, which would be extra special for everyone involved. Uh, he's going to be playing though on the same day that Zach Wheeler starts his first game since 2014. Would you, would you say in this instance that that would be a excellent Friday or would you say it would be a good Friday? Did you see, oh, what, I, good, did you see oh, what I did there? Did oh, it's a good Friday. Oh, it's, it's a, a good Friday. Friday. Yeah. I gotta tell you, no, no meat. I, I was, yeah, I was gonna say no meat exactly. So Tim Tebow shouldn't even be playing because he's a uh, he's a big slab of beef out there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I th- I think it's good because he'll be running around the field, swinging the bat, doing whatever he's doing, and no one will notice the fact that Zach Wheeler is pitching for the first time literally since 2014. Which got me thinking, uh, we're gonna do a segment called "What Was the World Like the Last Time Zach Wheeler Pitched." It's been a long time. It's 2017 now. We have a new president. Um, roughly 8,000 celebrities have died. All sorts of stuff's going on. Um, so let's go over it. What do you got? The first thing, what was the world like the last time Zach Wheeler threw a baseball? I tell you, LeBron James, once upon a time, had not played in his second stint with the, with the Cleveland Cavaliers. He had just so, finished uh, with the Heat. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. So the last time Zach Wheeler threw a baseball, LeBron James hadn't yet written that awesome article in Sports well, Illustrated. It was, it was a couple of months after that, but it's it's all in the same window. It's all the right, summer it's in of the same. It's yeah. in the same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, it, I it, is, it is September, September 15th, 2014 was the last Zach Wheeler start. So. Right. So within the same year. Uh, all right. Another one. We'll stay with the NBA. Adam Silver had just become the NBA commissioner. The guy who's considered like, he's like, uh, he's like Bill Clinton in the 90s playing the sax. He's like cool commissioner. And uh, everyone had only gotten to experience him for roughly nine months the last time Zach Wheeler threw a pitch for the New York Mets. Yeah, Adam Silver coming in, David Stern off to hassle nannies everywhere. Uh, Dylan G had not been exiled from the Mets. That's right. I don't know where Dylan G is right now. Dylan G and Richard Simmons are both MIA at the moment. Uh, I've been listening to that Missing Richard Simmons podcast. It's a gem. But, uh, yeah, Gene, thanks for hooking me up with that one, buddy. But, uh, yeah, Dylan G, haven't heard from him since. He was a promising, like, four or five starter. Uh, I think he was on the Royals for a minute after that. But, you know, I don't really... I don't really check up on much outside of the Mets and baseball, so who knows? He could be the ace for the Padres, and I wouldn't know a thing. But in my mind, Dylan G, had uh, he's been exiled. Um, Jay Leno had just left The Tonight Show for the 14th time. Big mistake in my eyes. Jay is uh, obviously both of our favorite comedians. Yeah, tough one, Jay. 
still remember that time where you told that one really relevant joke. Very relevant jokes. Have, have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Shout out to you, Jay Leno. Uh, the Seahawks were still Super Bowl champions. That tells you something. This was this was obviously the pre-Adderall days. That's right. That's before Marshawn um, wasn't given the ball, the one-yard line. Yeah. It's before Russell Wilson started drinking concussion water. It's before Russell Wilson started dating Sierra and got threatened by Future, and the popular the weird, rapper. Weird Twitter photos. Weird Twitter pregnancy photos. Yep, it where was his, all before where, that. Where his uh, his head is strategically placed behind a, a certain uh, I I don't even know how to go there, but uh, his pregnant wife is he's behind her. I, in I this gotta, in this household, <laughs> we use the word coolie. <laughs> we we go that route. Thank you for that. Yeah. I got you. It's a pick me up. Uh, yeah, no, that so. You know, a lot of Seahawks stuff to, uh, you know, they didn't have Jimmy Graham on the team. No Jimmy The last Graham. time Zach Wheeler threw a pitch. We could just do this with the Seahawks and really put it in perspective <laughs> for people. But yeah. we'll move on, I guess. I mean, if we have to. Kobe Bryant was still a basketball player. Yeah, the, uh, the Ebola virus was like a real thing. I mean, knock on wood, not to be a downer, but that was a, that was a thing. Killed over a thousand people. That was a um, thing. And... Lord sang that song about the Royals, which I liked until the Royals smoked us in the World Series. Then I didn't like it too much. Yeah, George Brett somewhere smiling. George Brett and Lord, huh? Dreams really do come true. <laughs> uh, and then finally, gas cost three seventy a gallon. Oh, the good old days. There you go. Yahama H twos. That's right. So whenever you know when Zach Wheeler takes <laughs> the, the mound. Excuse you. You all right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, whooping, whooping cough. Yeah, well, that's, it's tough this time of year. When Zach Wheeler toes the rubber this Friday, just remember all those things that have happened since he's last thrown a pitch. And, uh, you know, let's hope for the best. Let's let's cut him some slack and, and hope that this guy gets back to uh, being a, a ginger goatee-having, flame-throwing monster. So God bless Zach Wheeler and uh, good luck. I tell you, kid, I love it, and as we had last week, we still have our voicemail lines open, and last week we had we had what we would call a pretty electric debut from our guy, Gene. Again, if you want to call the voicemail, we'll get you on the air. The number is 929-274-4086. Again, 929-274-4086. And you're not going to believe this, but our boy, our boy came back and he brought some fire. Let's put him on now. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? It's your boy Artie on the ones and twos. All right, let's get right into it. I'm at my place right now. I'm drinking a spiked seltzer and I'm watching The Wire, season three. <clears throat> Speaking of which, what's your boy's favorite character from The Wire? Uh, you know, I think mine's Omar, but I feel like that's a little cliche. Anyways, let's talk some Mets. Um, the other day, or was it today? I can't even remember. These spike seltzers are starting to kick in. Timmy Tebow came up, bases loaded, hits into a double play, but he ties the game. You know, it's, it's plays like that when you think that Jesus is really on this guy's side. And as a Mets fan, I feel like maybe we could use that. You know, uh, 
give me your thoughts on that. I wouldn't mind seeing Tebow just sock some dingers in the pregames, get the people excited, and like I said, let's get some Jesus on our team, right? Okay, boys, take care. I'm going to slug a couple more of these bad boys and call it a night. Take care. I mean, that's a, a another great call. <laughs> this guy just bringing the heat, smashing, uh, what was it, vodka sprites, vodka soda, something. He's smashing something on the couch right now. Good for him. And a very relevant question. We talked about Tim Tebow a little earlier. But, uh, you know, what do you think? Is it good that we have we have uh, our Lord and Savior on our side now? I think it's pretty good. We got, uh, we got a lot of comic kid. We got a lot of good vibes on our side. Uh, we got guys that used to at one point wear John 316 under their eye black and not like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jake Roberts thing. Like, you know, and, and Tebow's a legit good guy. Like, not to not to have a soft spot in my heart, but he does a lot of good things for a lot of a lot of people. But you know, he's he's probably not a baseball player. Yeah, I love that he's there. I mean, you know, I I'm thinking big picture here. I'm thinking, you know, the guy goes in the back. Like I said last week, you know, you stick him back there. He smashes some home runs. Everyone oohs ahs. He takes some pictures, kisses some babies. He's like a he's like a a, a less scary version of like a like a born again Christian politician. Like he's not, he's not going to freak out. He's going to, he's going to be nice and hug you and talk to you. And he's like, he's a friendly guy. I, I think Tim Tebow, generally good human being, probably not a great baseball player. Um, I was in spring training this past weekend and, uh, I was sitting there. I went to bed, I woke up and my bottle of Aquafina next to my bed, red wine in there. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this has never happened before. This is a Tim Tebow miracle. Uh, and little did, but then I realized later that I got really hammered, and and uh, I may have I may have dumped a little red wine in there to take a late night walk and and collect my feelings. So, um, false alarm. Tim Tebow didn't turn water into wine yet, but I think that's one of the things we can look forward to during his time on the Mets, especially if things go bad this season. A couple pitchers get hurt. Um, you know, maybe a couple outfielders get hurt. Yoannis' uh, quad explodes. We're gonna need all the wine we can get. So uh, keep keep uh, keep the shuttle running. Keep the keys in the car for for Team Tebow. Have him on standby. We might need to get him up to City Field to uh, to cheer us all up pretty soon with some motivational speaking and and red wine. Yeah, and I tell you, shout out to our boy Audie. May life bring you all the fish and red wine that you can eat in one's life. And as we head to our final segment of the night, our bold predictions, you know, and some people say bold predictions with their season previews, and they're not very bold. Like, if you told me that bold prediction, you went Cespedes might hit 40 home runs, that's that's not bold. No. Like, like that's that's in play. Like, uh, so... I like this segment, by the way, because, like, I saw it on Bleach Report, and this is, like, a cool thing that Bleach Report does, so... Yeah, so when people are going to listen to this, they're going to have to have an opportunity to to actually hit buttons to hear our content without actually hearing it. You're going to have to turn it over, you know, to get those page views. Shout out to you, Bleacher Report. Yeah, this is like a, this is like an uh, an audio slideshow <laughs> with a new twist. Yeah, yeah. How do you like that, Bleacher Report? Anyway, uh, bold predictions. This one's not very bold. A la Bleacher Report. Uh, our boy Jacob Degrom will make a terrible Geico commercial. I love Jacob Degrom. He's a great pitcher. Got a great head of hair. 
But at the end of the day, like, you know, if the Geico people come to you and they say, they say, hey, man, we, we got the caveman in. And you're like, okay, I'll do a commercial with the caveman. And then they come back and say, hey, uh, we, we got a sound uh, music that sounds like stained backup roadie from 2004. And you're like, hey, I'll, I'll do it. I'll throw the heater. And like, you know, that's that's not you. You got to do you got to do something more creative, you know, but probably going to make a bad guy commercial. I knew you were going to bring that that caveman thing and it makes way too much sense. He's going to be the caveman and it's going to embarrass all of us, but you know, uh, you know, JDG get your paper kid. We're not going to we're not going to hate you for it, but we're definitely going to be like disappointed parents. Uh, the next one bold prediction from me, Terry on opening day is going to play a four man softball outfield and see if the umpires notice. I mean, you got Conforto Rakin, you got Bruce Rakin. I don't know who you're going to sit. You can't sit Granderson because he's like the eldest statesman of the outfield. I think there's like a rule against that. So I think Terry, uh, under the pressure to be Joe Madden the second, which he certainly is not, he is going to say, you know what? Let's get a little wacky. Let's bend the rules a little bit. Instead of bringing a magician over here for the for the team or playing some loud techno music before the game, I'm just going to break the rules of baseball, play four outfielders, the regular amount of infielders, maybe two catchers if things get wild, and see what happens. Yeah, you probably throw uh, Jose Reyes out in left center because as the rule goes, you put your best athlete uh, out there in left center. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, you know, Jay Bruce, will, he'll play somewhere between short and third. Uh, you know, they'll get everyone out there, basically. And then he'll submit a, a 10-man lineup card. Or maybe he'll just skip the pitcher, and uh, we'll see what happens. I would imagine he'll get caught doing this within 15 seconds, and uh, he'll have a total meltdown and won't know what to do. So, uh, Michael Conforto and Jay Bruce, get ready. One of you is going to get screwed. Bold prediction number two from your boy. Mike Conforto has a huge bounce back year, but he won't be hitting against lefties until July. Put that on the calendar. It's going to be mid-June. Mike Conforto is going to be hitting 370, and he will still continue to sit against left-handed pitching and not be an everyday player. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think it's going to be one of those things where Sandy Alderson comes down from the press box or you know wherever he sits after one game, and uh, he goes in there, and he treats Terry like a high school kid who just got caught drinking at the local creek. He's going to go over there and just be like, all right, come here. He's going to grab him by the ear. He's going to rip him right into his office. He's going to be like, listen, buddy, uh, we're going to play Conforto against lefties, righties, everyone. You hear me? And then he's going to give him a little slap in the face. And then after that, uh, Conforto will play every day. But up until then, everyone's going to be having a meltdown. Everyone's going to be real upset, mostly Sandy. And um, so, you know, Mike, hang in there. Going to be a rough first few months for you, but it's going to shape up. Um, my second bold prediction, the Mets are going to trade for Bartolo Colon at the trade deadline. They're not going to let Big Sexy stay below the Mason-Dixon line all season long. It wouldn't be right. He's coming back up here. He's going to bolster the bullpen. He's going to eat a bunch of cheeseburgers. He's going to do all sorts of stuff. Maybe he'll even pop a home run. Uh, it's going to be great. A lot of I'm coming home, uh, tributes. Yeah, I tell you, kid, I think at this point that the Braves, their whole strategy is to just sign free agents that they think the Mets will trade for. I mean, they signed Cologne and Dickey, 
with the Kelly Johnson rule in effect, like we have to trade for an aging free agent that's on a Braves team that's 30 games under 500. It's either going to be Bartolo or they could bring the Dickey man back. I think Dickey's going to have an ERA of about nine, though, through mid-May. So uh, I think it's possible. I think it's possible with Bartolo. And it's funny that you mention him because I think when him and Noah, our boy Mr. Syndergaard, eventually face off in this regular season, Syndergaard's going to do something. I'm calling this now that he's going to throw behind him a la Randy Johnson and John Cruck in the All-Star game. Like a like a very ridiculous thing. It'll be all over Sports Center. Uh, we'll be hearing a lot about it. It'll go viral. All that nonsense. It's pretty pretty much on Noah's brand, and I mean that in a good way. And it's on Bart's brand, and he'll he'll sit there and he'll smile, and he, you know he'll eventually probably strike out. Um, or Noah throws him like three straight ridiculous curveballs. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, probably going to happen. And I would say that, you know, just so you know, the Braves are asking for it already. Because when they play the Mets this April, they're having Bartolo Colon, Braves bobblehead day, when they play the New York Mets. So if that's not asking for it, I don't know what is. Uh, so, you know. No if, shame. If, no shame. No, disgusting. So if you want to, if you want to, you know, uh, what's that line? If you want to... Shoot a gun at the king, you better not miss. Something like that. So uh <laughs> relevant to our, our boy Artie watching the wire. I think we had the we had the line. That's wrong. right. You best come out the king. If you come out the king, you best not miss. That's a a character from that show. There you go. So allegedly. shout shout out to <laughs> allegedly. Shout out to Artie and shout out to that quote that I mangled. But uh, I think uh, you know, Atlanta's gonna gonna receive some sweet chin music for that that bobblehead stunt they pulled, and my final bold prediction for the beginning of this season and this year for that matter, TDA Travis Darno is gonna hit thirty bombs, and as a result, he will land a deal, a sweet commercial for a Hillside Honda. Okay, if you guys don't know what Hillside Honda is, you've never watched a Met game. Uh, I'll warm up the pipes right now and give you a quick rendition of the song three two one hillside honda's got it hillside honda's got it going up i can do that i can i can hit the high notes there i got the hillside honda song uh down pat um you know if you want me to come for a birthday party uh, confirmation christening bar mitzvah pretty good singer so anyway uh, tommy i think that's it for our show yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Hillside Honda, if you want to get a sponsorship, Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys, you want to call us up. I mean, we're we're available. We're available. Uh, so let us know. But Richie, as always, a great show. Folks can find us on the Twitter box at twitter.com slash MetsFTLT. And again, if you want to call and leave a voicemail, you know, this isn't just our boy Artie. I mean, Artie's calling up a storm, but give us a call, 929-274-4086. We'll put you on the air. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, big thanks to our boy, Audie Bevilacqua, who's uh, calling in now two weeks in a row. We hope to hear from more of you guys soon. And um, let's enjoy the rest of the ride that is Tim Tebow's major league career, as it will probably end by the end of this week. Let's go Mets. Have a good one, everybody.
Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time here. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time. <laughs>